Welcome to Mindful Conversations with Matt and Rob. But Rob is not here today, but I do have a very good friend. So it's going to be today, Mindful Conversations with Matt and Cliff. Cliff Berry, back in the studio for a little love, talking about the holidays. Fascinating. Fascinating. It's always fascinating being on the show. I think I fascinate myself. <laughs> um, so good to be sitting here with you, my good friend, on a Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday right before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Holidays. The holidays are here. Quickly this year. So quickly. Yeah. The year dissipates. For me, the fall has been rather slow and wet. Um, I like doing yard work. Oh, okay. I, I know some people are thinking, okay, I'll hire you. You can come over and do my yard right. work. But, you know, I enjoy, um, there has to be a thread of OCD, you know, obsessional compulsiveness in me. Cause I love, I love working in my yard and like mowing my grass. And wow. I, yeah. And I wouldn't want me for a neighbor then. <laughs> I've got this, I don't call it a fetish, but it's just when I go to do yard work and I, I go to pick up leaves, there's something really satisfying about, <laughs> not not in a bad OCD way, but mm-hmm. like cleaning up the yard, putting the debris in the back 40. I've got the kind of mower that you can, it's got the little striper. So when you go down back and forth, it creates like the stripe pattern. Oh, okay. I've seen those. Yeah. And it creates kind of a cool, I can kind of sit back. It's very therapeutic Mm -hmm. because when I, when I work on my yard, it doesn't talk back. It just, it just lets me groom it and make it look beautiful. Okay. I can understand that. And it's different. I never thought of it from that place. Yeah. It's my little, uh, artwork, project that I do. Now, I don't care if other people like neighbors, if they don't care for their yard, that doesn't bother me at all. Like oh, I, I right. don't, I don't need other people to do this. I'm quite content with them being well, whoever. Maybe I could live next door. Oh yeah. I wish you did live next door. Well, uh, you have to wait and see on that one. When <laughs> growing up in Detroit is uh, after we were married and had kids is I let my lawn grow so long, the dog used to play hide-and-seek in it with the kids. <laughs> yeah. The neighbors on either side were meticulous. Uh-huh. It's only years later I realized how generous and compassionate they were towards me. Oh, isn't that beautiful yeah. to, to live some long distance down the road and start to realize mm. how what a treasure yeah. they were. Yeah. My, I, I, when, uh, my advocate was, is let's... Uh, Put green cement and plastic flowers out there. <laughs> yeah. That would have been sufficient for me. I love it. Yeah. My wife wouldn't go for it. No, there's a difference of opinion there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so here Thursday is Thanksgiving. We are hosting uh, Thanksgiving at our place. Uh-huh. We have a small little place. Um, we're having 12, 13 people join us and, uh, we don't really have a dining room space to fit that big of a group. And so I had to rent a couple tables, uh, rent some chairs, and we converted our living room or family room. It's an old build. Like we have a 1920 build 
And so spaces aren't just that big in our home, but just me and my wife and my dog, Odin, my one and a half year old golden. But uh, kids are home, family's coming over and going back to the lawn. So Saturday I got out in the, the yard, everything beautiful, the yard striped. It's all ready for Thursday. And then the wind picks up, what, day before last, <laughs> 60 mile an hour winds, all the neighbor's leaves came back into my yard. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying, are you kidding me? Are you? And so I've got like this target to have the yard look really good for our guests. I don't know, maybe you can psychoanalyze me and help me um, with that. But hopefully tomorrow, fingers crossed, weather's looking a little bit warmer. I'll be able to get back out with my cyclone rake. Yep. I've got one of those big uh, contraptions that goes behind my my tractor and it vacuums up all the leaves. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a it's a cool experience. I have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's just my little outlet. I drive around on my tractor. So my son loves doing that. Ah, he used to do all the lawns, but now living down in Florida, he can't he can't come back biweekly. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Rob Cook is not here. That means we can take advantage of him without him <laughs> being able to defend for himself. Okay. No, he's off. He's taking a vacation day, but we wanted to get this episode recorded. And uh, I think the topic for our conversation today is just the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking family, family, family systems, just the dynamic. I mean, this is a broad conversation that could go anywhere. But, you know, as I was preparing for this, I'm thinking about the dynamic on one hand. I'm 55 years old. Kids are grown out of the house. The tradition of holidays continues, and I'm reflecting back. I'm in my older age. I'm reflecting back, and I'm understanding what it was like in the early days of tradition. We're a big family for tradition, kind of doing the same thing. My father-in-law uh, we'll be moving to a new residence after 55 years living in the same house. Mm. We normally do Christmas or Thanksgiving there or, or what have you, but we were selected to do this. My kids are coming home. I'm just really caught up in the the fantasy of the holidays this year for some reason. You know, we're in the midst of COVID, right? Extended COVID. COVID is spiking a little bit. Last year, if you remember uh, we chose as a family not to uh, get together. We had our own family uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we all did that separate from one another because of the lockdowns. We, we did the same. Remember that? Yeah. We did work out Zoom for for dessert. Yeah. Oh, so like you would have a group Zoom call, so you were together. Around dessert. Dessert time. Okay, what's your favorite dessert? When it comes down to dessert for the Thanksgiving meal, what's your go-to? Uh, pumpkin pie with French vanilla ice cream on top. Ooh. Okay, that's a game changer. I'm with you. I love the traditional pumpkin pie, but I was going like whipped cream, but you brought in French vanilla ice cream. Well, miracle. I mean, the whipped cream was good too, but... okay. If you want my favorite is French vanilla on top of the pumpkin pie. So my wife makes this unbelievable, all from scratch, but she makes this unbelievable black bottom banana cream pie. Oh, wow. Homemade crust, 
chocolate bottom that's hardened in the fridge, a custard with banana, banana slices on top with homemade whipped cream with chocolate shavings. One piece will put you out. I mean, (laughs) you're going to eat it after the Thanksgiving meal, and then you better find a place where you can go horizontal because you're not going to last. But the most decadent, my very favorite dessert. So if you're listening and you're getting hungry, you're maybe you're listening to this while you're preparing your bird, but I hope that you have a fantastic holiday. But Cliff, tell me about when we think about memory and we think for a moment about the memory of something in our childhood, a holiday, mm-hmm. does something come to mind about your holiday tradition from childhood? Uh, Christmas is probably the biggest one. Mm. Uh, I, I can think back when I was very, very young. It was uh, We always opened our presents on Christmas Eve. Uh, and uh, just music and light and tinsel and warmth. And it was, uh, Christmas is always a happy time for me. I know it's not for us. Some people, but it's mm-hmm. always been a happy time for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the lights, one of the projects I had as a kid used to uh, tape up uh, the Christmas cards around the doors and around the windows with mm. scotch tape. So mm-hmm. we'd see how many we got, and then tinsel the tree. We used to use uh, uh, aluminum tinsel. Right, You'd get it so heavy that you couldn't see the bulbs or the lights uh. on it. <laughs> It was always a good time. Yeah. Uh, family coming and going. Mm. Uh, no fussing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good food. Right. Quiet. Right. We never really, didn't. I didn't have a big family, but the family that did come, it was always a, a good time. Right. Especially mealtime. So when we talk about the memory network, mm-hmm. you know, the idea that, it didn't take you long to think of a memory from childhood. No. And you could probably be specific and even remember a particular moment in that history mm-hmm. about where you were or or what you saw or what you experienced, even what you smelled. Mm-hmm. And so often I think about the integration or the fragmentation of the long-term memory of our experiences. Oftentimes, from a therapeutic standpoint, we do work with trauma. Mm-hmm. And trauma ultimately is when you experience something that isn't so pleasant and your body, your mind, tries to recover from those, but sometimes has a hard time doing that. So sometimes people have... Uh, maybe traumatic, and whether it's a small, what we call a small T trauma or a big T trauma, it could be something that isn't so big, but yet very impactful. And you don't necessarily have the ability at that time, maybe in childhood, to navigate through that. And it could be tied to the holidays. Now, in your example, it sounds like your traditions were kind of cloaked in happiness, joy, right, peace. And the people that were in your life probably facilitated that 
So you were able to experience that. But to your point that you said earlier, sometimes people don't have that. No. Maybe they didn't have that in their childhood or, or maybe recently something's happened. Like, you know, I've got a, a friend who lost a child recently. And so, um, or maybe someone's lost a parent or a close loved one, or maybe they've lost a job, whatever it would be in the form of a loss. But now that loss is connected to a holiday. Mm-hmm. And therefore, every holiday, they often say when you experience loss, you go through your first, right? The first birthday, the first anniversary, the first holiday, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so I'm just mindful that there are people listening that perhaps have experienced a recent loss or maybe a not so recent loss. And that is part of their perception or reality as we come into this new holiday season. And then some people find, as they say, this is the season of perpetual joy. You know, they find reason to perhaps escape the difficulty and find themselves celebrating for a moment the peace and the joy of this holiday season, especially with the wraparound COVID culture where we try being that we missed it last year, where we can find renewed hope and hoping that the decorations, the lights, the the get together somehow provides a redemptive value for my experience in the now and the present. So this is a gamut or a broad spectrum of people that I'm mindful of as I spend time with people. What does this holiday mean to them, to their family, to the system that they're part of? Just mindful of how we are so different. And yet we are all together as one people navigating through these spaces. Holidays are more than just memories because they're ongoing and they're, they're in the moment. Uh, I don't think holidays are too alike. It's, it's like part of a family. Uh, they have their individual experiences, but mm. they're also connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know for me the holidays uh, are not the same. Mm. Uh, they're similar. They're joyful. But there's also new awarenesses and new challenges. Uh, I'm 78 and there's lots of things I I can't do or shouldn't be doing Mm. anymore. Yeah. That goes around, used to go out and we used to cut the trees down, drag them in, do a lot of that. There's, there's, it's, 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 I think it's a process for me is, 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 is dealing with reality, dealing with what's there before you, but not, Stop dreaming. Yeah. So uh, I don't require holidays to be the same every year because uh, they're not the same. They can't be. We just can't be doing that. Yeah. So, but that doesn't mean I can't dream. Uh, there used to be a time that uh, uh, one of my goals was to walk New Zealand, all the islands from yeah. stem to stern because it had every uh, climatic condition in the world there 
and hike that. And uh, uh, I still would like to do that, but I can't hike that at my age and my, my skills and my stuff. But I haven't let go of the dream is I'll just rent a car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not the, the dream is to experience something that's not not to prove anything. And I think that's the holidays are like that for me, too. Mm-hmm. I let them come and I let them go uh, and just bathe in them, yes. bask in them. Yes. I don't require them to be something. I take joy in what they are. Is, is that a perspective that you grew into, or how did you come to, to that understanding of what the holidays mean to you? Uh, I don't know that I could pinpoint anything. It's, uh, I didn't make that, uh, uh, that wasn't necessarily an intention or even that I paid much attention to. I think it just it grew from who I am and who I was becoming and what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know uh, I don't know that I thought much about it. Mm. Just uh, I don't I mostly try to live in the now. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I can remember families. I can I can I can think of times when the holidays weren't real good. Or moments of the holidays good, mm-hmm. but that didn't take away the moments that were good. So I guess I just focus on those, the moments that were good, and those were real. They happened. Yeah. Whether they ever happen again, they did happen. Right. So it wasn't a it wasn't a hallucination or just my imagination. You know, my my wife and I are hosting. I mentioned Thanksgiving dinner, and so we're preparing. And and my wife um, loves to cook and bake. Mm-hmm. I love that she likes to cook and bake, but I'm doing the turkey. I'm doing it in a roaster, so we're not using the oven. And I've had a lot of success on that. I've also done like the deep frying version, <laughs> you know. And I really enjoy I've watching done that one. I've I've heard stories about how that can go. Though. Yeah, <laughs> watching the YouTube's of people catching their garage on fire. I mean, that's part of the yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've done that several times, and it does turn out great this year. Because we're hosting, too much work uh, to go into that. So we're just going to roast two birds in the in the roaster. But uh, we were coming home from Fenville, spent the weekend with my brother and sister-in-law. He turned 60, and we had a beautiful dinner up in, up in um, Holland, uh, Saugatuck area. And we were driving home, and my wife is making this specific gravy. And, it, and she required the, the, the turkey wings and the turkey drumsticks. Oh, to make okay. this this stock because you you have to boil down the stock of these to get the flavor in the in the broth right and then of course uh, she did that but um, we're coming home and we had a plan because she couldn't find him and she was somewhat distraught because her plan was not going to work out so like you I kind of live in the moment hey wherever the wind's blowing we're just gonna follow that. If something shows up, great. If not, there's always a plan B. And the plan B was chicken wings. Chicken so, in- <laughs> right. so instead of turkey wings, we were going to go, we're going to, we're going to go with, uh, with uh, chicken wings. So we uh, stopped at one store in Meyer in Plainwell on the way back into Battle Creek. And um, she went in and, and sure enough, she found nothing. And so she defaulted immediately. Now, our plan was to stop at three or four different stores. 
in hopes to find. But she bailed out early and, and, and bought the chicken wings. And so I said, well, let's just keep going. And hey, here's the Hardings and, and Plainwell. Let's just stop there. And it's a little store. And she went in and my little watch notifier goes off when she makes a transaction because it's connected to our credit card, right? So I see, oh, she bought something. I don't know what she bought, but she comes out all smiles, two thumbs up. She found turkey. the turkey wings. Happy girl. So we got a bunch of chicken wings and now turkey wings. But she spent yesterday just like this big pot of um, boiling you know, wings and drummies. And it's going to be a beautiful gravy. Best thing is that my two dogs, Ardman and Odin, got the remainder, that the meat oh. off of those wings <laughs> and their dinner last night. Two happy puppies. Yeah, so living in the moment, like instead of being caught up with the regret of what didn't happen last year, right, or the fret of if I don't find turkey wings, or whatever the energy is that's trying to draw you away from the center of living in the moment, it's like, hey, the present is here right now for you to partake, and if at all possible, to enjoy what is. Is that, in a sense, what you're saying or alluding to? Well, that's a nice way of putting it. I will, uh, I'll take ownership of that. Yeah. I won't sign my name to the bottom because that would plagiarism. But <laughs> yes. yes, 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 very much so. Uh, I don't know that I was always that way. I think I was, I was predisposed to do that when I was a very, very young child. And then I caught up in all kinds of stuff and, and as I got become an adult, more and more that way of mm -hmm. just being here. Yeah. Yeah. Being here and being open, watching. Uh, if I host, then I'm a, I'm a good host. If I'm, if I'm a guest, I try to be a good guest. Yeah. But it's, they're, they're two different things. Right. They are me. Yeah. I'm just trying to be me. I think this comes out of, as we're talking about this, I think this comes out of some of the work that you and I have done together in our circle of trust group. Mm -hmm. Much over, of it has, over, or at least awareness of it. Well, November happening. November represents three years wow. that, that we've been meeting together with some other very close friends. Um, Doesn't seem that long. Yeah. And I think in the process of becoming, I like the word becoming, becoming more mature, becoming more self-aware, becoming more mindful, the concept mm -hmm. of this podcast. I think the reality is I'm much more settled. We talk about the divided self versus the integrate or whole self, the false self, true self. But instead of having a divided life, I have much more of an integrated life over that three years. Mm -hmm. And because I'm not, you know, historically, I would have been the guy hosting Thanksgiving. Like everything has to come together. Oh, Everything has to work because it's up to me to make this experience pleasurable um, for all those who are attending. I've got to, you know, today I enjoy mowing my grass. I don't need it to look the way I want. It just brings me pleasure. Whether somebody else appreciates that is irrelevant. But back in the day, I would do it out of performance. I would do it because it ultimately was, a, I saw it, not that I could name it, but it was a reflection of me. My performance, the way things went down, the way I cooked, the way I, I hosted, whatever it would be, 
would be based on how would people perceive me? And that would be my validation. That if, if they enjoyed it, then I felt good about myself. Yeah, I could, I could get, yeah, I could see that happening. Oh, I don't know that I pay much attention to that anymore. I, oh, I yeah. do want people to feel at home and comfortable and feel respected and, and, and welcomed. Uh, that, yeah. that is important to me, and I do pay attention to that. Yeah. I don't obsess over it, but uh, I watch for opportunities when guests are at our house or families at our house to let them know they're appreciated and they're loved yeah. and they're home and they're safe. Mm-hmm. Mostly in little ways. Wow, I like that thought. You included that they would feel safe Mm -hmm. in your presence Mm -hmm. as you're hosting time together with loved ones that they would feel or experience safety. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's it's like being wrapped up. Mm -hmm. Cooking to me, I'm not a I'm not a chef, but I am a good cook. There's a difference for me between a chef and a good cook. Um, uh, but food is a way of, of loving people. Food is a way of bringing people together. When I cooked and cooked on the ships in Alaska, up in the fishing fleets, is, uh, uh, food was important. It wasn't just for sustenance. It was a way for people that were working hard under hard conditions and away from their loved ones to be able to come and, and sit and share and not only enjoy the taste and the smells, but enjoy the atmosphere. Mm. Uh, and I spent a lot of time uh, thinking about how, how to create that environment. And I got joy out of that. I don't know if people noticed it or not. It didn't matter. It was what it was, it was there for them to partake or not partake. They weren't required to be anything other than who they were. So you're you're bringing up with this tradition of Thanksgiving, which is always centered around food, mm-hmm. is that food is is so critical to the human experience, to right. communion, right? To communing, to yeah. being together. Um. The food is one element, but that's what brings us together. Sure. I mean, it's, it's real basic. It's a, 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 it's a common thing everybody needs to do. People have different experiences over that, but it's an access or a doorway into a person's soul mm. if you do it right. And they wish to open the door. Yeah. And it's only temporary. It's just for a few hours. So you don't have to be that way after that. But it's, it's, a, it's a brief, I don't know, it's, a, it's not a withdrawal. It's a, uh, it's a brief step, step into uh, delightfulness. Yeah. One of the songs that are favorite to me, I, I play a lot of it around the holidays. I've been playing a lot of it uh, at this time of year is, uh, is Simple Gifts by Alison Krauss. Yeah. It's the simple gifts of life. And when, uh, you know, we go round and round and then find ourselves in the delight. So that's, I try to do that. Mm. I try to do that with my life. Now I, I didn't do that a lot when I was younger, but 
as I've gotten older, uh, I've gotten more that way. You have found the rhythm of delight. Yeah, I, yeah. Sometimes I lose lose sight of it. Uh, sometimes I'm not, not sure where I'm at. I don't feel lost, but I'm not quite sure where I'm at. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the holidays bring that. Thanksgiving's a good holiday. Uh, Christmas, New Year's. I don't need a lot of decorations, mm-hmm. a little bit. And that's enough for me. Although the houses have been uh, decorated, Sharon loves that. So we, we do, okay, well, we do the whole house up if you want. Yeah. Yeah, decorating. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, preempt Thanksgiving with Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, the starting of the celebration, Christmas lights already on the houses. My wife has already decorated the front entryway with kind of Christmas theme and the mantle is kind of adorned with the, mm-hmm. the Christmas, um, what do you call it? The little, the roping, you know? Oh yeah. And, um, reds and golds and silver balls. And, you know, it's just a beautiful place. And it's just to your point, it's just so symbolic of, of joy and peace and goodness in the midst of a world that oftentimes brings us great tragedy. Mm-hmm. And yet there is a refuge, at least for me, after a long year of laboring, is to find a space to retreat for an extended period of time um, and to connect with the spirit of the holiday and to your point, which means family, connection, spending intimate space, time with one another, hoping that there's safety and hoping that there's connection, meaningful connection um, in this short period of time of the year. I think you can also do it when there's sadness. Uh, I don't require Christmas to be the same every year because it's not. There's no two days that are the same. So so I'm thinking of uh, there will possibly come a time uh, where my wife will not be there. Mm-hmm. And I will come into Christmas and I will have to decide what I do with that Christmas. Uh, certainly there's pain and sorrow, uh, but there's also memory of joy. So how would I celebrate our relationship? It's, it's how, do you, how do you go ahead? How do you keep moving, not rush, uh, but movement, movement towards who you are becoming. Yeah. Even if you're not sure what you are becoming. Uh, mm-hmm. I had made the, it was a it was a Christmas time that many, many, many years ago, I had made the decision that uh, um, was to love, even when, even when it's painful. Couldn't I didn't? Doesn't mean that there's. Doesn't mean pain has to be there, but it seems to be part of the mix, part of the cooking. Uh, you know, there's. It's just time. You know? Yes. How do I celebrate the times? How do I not beat myself up over the time I didn't celebrate? You can, you can. You can make it work for you, or you can make it work against you. 
I'm not sure what that has to do with anything with what we're talking about. But, no, it's a great point. But uh, And we deal with people who are who have real tragedy in their lives and holidays are not good times. But we still there to walk with them and to share that space with them without without with reverence mm. without saying, well, yeah, you know you could do this, you could do that, or you know you can feel better this way. It's just it's just being present, being present and walk with them and uh, maybe some of that joy that you have creeps over into their life and some of the sorrow that they're experiencing creeps into your life and uh, adds a little bit of embers. What a beautiful picture where two realities can intermingle Uh, and and be shared one with the other. Right. Good. Sounds poetic, doesn't it? Well, we're at, we're at 30 minutes. Um, this is our, um, this is our, our, our point where we end the conversation, but I think it's a great point to end on is that may we experience the holiday that is true for us. And may we also experience the holiday that is true for others. Nicely put. And, um, and Cliff and I, along with Rob, although he's not here, pray that your week, your holiday would be spent um, in the present. Whatever that presence may be, we pray that you would be found both deserving of time and presence of others, as well as being the gift that someone may need. And may we all enjoy a little bit of food. Or maybe a lot of food. (laughs) Excellent. May your day be blessed wherever that may lead you. Thanks so much.